Welcome to Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures League, presented by ChangeUp. I'm Owen Shadrick, joined as always by Johnny Maffey. And Johnny, uh, you got a countdown for us? 38 days, 912 hours until Futures League opening day on May 26th, 2022. We are so close to opening day. 38 days, 912 hours. That's under 1,000 hours. Speaking of opening day, you were you made a little trip somewhere for a little opening weekend, right? I did. I went to another baseball league, Major League Baseball, to Yankee Stadium to see the Red Sox. It was an unfortunate loss, but a very fun trip to Yankee Stadium. How did you do that? What, you took the train over? You yeah, you drove to, Fair, drove to Fairfield, Connecticut, and then uh, hopped the train to New York. And you know who else lives in Connecticut, Johnny? Hunter Jaworski. Hunter Jaworski, the podcast guest on this episode 12 here of season four. It's great to talk to Hunter about his success at Mitchell College, and he is back for 2022 in Norwich. Yeah, absolutely. He's back for another fun summer. It's fun talking to all these returners because they're excited not only to play and have fun. It's summer ball. It's the Futures League is the purest form of baseball, but it's they are excited to lead. They're excited to teach these guys what they were taught last summer. And, you know, obviously Norwich had a lot of new guys. We talked about their roster being put together very quickly last summer. And, you know, Coach Belinsky did a great job with that and all the guys in the front office and front office and on down in Norwich did a great job with that. But, you know, they're excited to just teach these other kids, you know, they're not cocky about it or anything we're like, Hey, I'm going to show them the ways, whether it's, you know, they're a little freshman going to K state, or if they're a, you know, D three guy, that's, you know, trying to get his reps in, trying to make a name for himself. So it's just, it's really good to hear that. And that's what baseball is all about. Yeah, certainly that is what baseball is all about. And if you want more baseball, if you want to be part of this Futures League experience, you have the opportunity. May 20th, 9 a.m. Campanelli Stadium. It's a $50 fee for our open tryout just announced on Wednesday. Uh, if you, yeah, you want to try out for the Futures League, I might be there in baseball pants. We'll see. I'll throw my name. My yeah, absolutely. I was throwing some BP there last year and every, they're probably definitely, some, we, most of the people that listen to this are, are throughout the league. Um, you guys saw me get the yips and BP last year. That was when I'll explain it again to those who don't know. So Joe was throwing BP and he was just, you know, whatever he was, he had to throw for Weymouth high, you know, they, they have important season too. And, and then I'm, I'm out there in a polo and, and khaki shorts. And he's like, Johnny, you're up. I was like, Oh my, I thought I just had to check kids in. So I get up there and I'm throwing BP and some of my Emerson teammates are at the plate. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like it's up to me whether they like get to barrel some balls or not. And then I just started spiking it. And that was just not good at all. Not good, not good, not good. And then I've been throwing BP all spring here and it's like, you know, it's good. It's fine. Cause nothing, there's nothing on the line. I choked. My bad, but you got to come last, last May kids got signed. And if they didn't get signed right away, their names were in the hat and their names were, you know, it's a, it's a door opener. So come to the tryouts. Um, it's in Brockton at Campanelli stadium, home of the rocks, love playing there. Love going there. We obviously, you know, pack the schedule there because we're so close, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Again, Friday, May 20th, 9 a.m., $50 fee at Campanelli Stadium in Brockton. We look forward to seeing some of you there. You never know. You get Bring the your A game. 
Bring your A game. You never know if you're going to get signed. But for now, we have a guy who is signed for 2022. It's Hunter Jaworski. He's on this podcast. We're going to get you to that interview. Here we go. Let's roll. We are honored to be joined by our next guest, who is a member of the 2021 All-FCBL second team. He was also a 2021 All-Star and the recipient of the Adam Keenan Scholarship for the Norwich Unicorns. And he's back for the 22 summer, 2022 summer. It's Hunter Jaworski. Hunter, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on, Hunter. So we're just talking about it as you joined the Zoom. You guys at Mitchell are having a pretty good season so far. You're in the NEBJ D3 top 10 rankings. How's that been so far? And it's actually, we're on the back nine here of the D3 baseball season, but how's it going? Yeah, it's going good. Um, we're off to a good start. Um, I love the guys on the team. We're all working together pretty well. Um, I'm also playing with my brother. He's starting first base. So that's been a good experience. And I'm hoping to keep the season going uh, our way. Yeah, so talk about that for a minute. We used our detective skills to figure out that Bo Jaworski was at the top of that roster there. What's it like playing with your brother every day at school? You know, I'm, I'm, really, uh, I'm really thankful to have him on the team. And, you know, we get, a, we get a, a lot of chances to work together. I can help him with his swing. He can help me with my swing. And um, I get a lot of opportunity to kind of be the bigger brother and uh, help him out any way I can. And just having him on the field with me is – something I didn't think would ever happen. So uh, it's pretty awesome. So what was that recruit process like? Not yours, but his, were you, you're the, you know, you're the captain there. You're one of the dudes and you're the dude there at Mitchell. Are you recruiting him? Are you kind of letting him do his thing? Walk us through that, his senior, his junior, senior year, that decision. Yeah, I was definitely letting him do his thing. Um, just kind of keeping his mind open to any schools, but things just worked out where our coach really liked him and both thought it would be a good opportunity to come here, play, be a guy for us. And it's been working out great so far. And um, he definitely had to battle for that spot. It wasn't easy, um, but he definitely earned it. Yeah, absolutely. And your, you know, your coaching staff puts on, puts out a great team each year. Um, you know, whether it's winning the conference or you're right there every year. Uh, just like you said, you have, big couple games against NEC this weekend. Those will happen before, after we, before we uh, drop this podcast. So we won't yeah. talk too much about that, but what does it mean? You know, like I said, you're in the back nine of, of the season right now. You're the team captain. What are you telling the guys before a big conference matchup and how important is that to you that, you know, you are the captain of the team? Right. So before a big game, a big weekend like this, um, I definitely want to talk to the guys and just, tell them, hey, guys, we got to learn from our losses. We need to learn from our mistakes. And, you know, we really need to work on, you know, what we need to know what we're good at. And we need to take that into the games. We can't just go into the games, just going to play. I want, I want our guys prepared. And I want us to know our opponent also, whoever's on the mound. Um, you know, we, we got to have a good approach at the plate. You can't have the same approach every pitcher we face. Um, they have a couple guys. They have one guy that's throwing low to mid nineties. And then they have another guy that's throwing probably low eighties, um, changing up speeds. So, you know, with those two guys, you really got to change your approach. And it's, it's a lot of um, not only physical preparation, but mental preparation too. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, it's that's great leadership right there from you as a captain. And you are not the only Futures League captain on your team or former Futures Leaguer, I should say, as Dougie De La Cruz was on Westfield last year. He's also on the squad. He's also a captain. What's it like matching up against him in the Futures League and playing with him and being a captain with him at Mitchell? Yeah, Doug's a great player to play with. Uh, he's he's very chill, very, very relaxed, definitely a quieter guy but super humble, very good baseball player. And then playing up against him in the Futures League was 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 really cool. Um, just to see him on the opposing side was was a different look. And, you know, I definitely warned our pitchers to probably not throw one middle in or probably keep the pitches down for sure. Yeah, and you have an opportunity there this weekend too. You have Shane Audette is that kid throwing mid nineties or low nineties on the, uh, on the NEC roster you got this weekend. We, I faced some a few weeks ago, so I can give you a scout after this if you need it, but uh, they have some Lake monsters too. How do you, you know, you're friends with Dougie, but you gotta, you gotta help your Mitchell guys, right? Is it, is it like get them out every time or did you, did you hold back on the scout for Dougie? No, I definitely didn't hold back. One of our guys, uh, one of our pitchers was asking me how to get him out, and I didn't really have a good answer for him. I just told him, just try your best to keep the pitches on the corners. Don't give him anything good. Uh, maybe throw him a few sliders. That's your best shot is basically what I basically what I told one of our pitchers from the Unicorns. Yeah, it's always great to see teammates in college facing off in the Futures League. And we talked about earlier the success of, you know, Dougie De La Cruz and you at Mitchell. And, you know, that's no lie. You hit 457 last season. You're hitting 341 this season. How have you felt the last two years at Mitchell? I felt really good. Last year is when I really started getting into a rhythm. You know, I just try to go up there, just try to hit the ball hard, just try to do my job depending on the situation. And that works out more times than not. Just not trying to do too much in a, in a big situation is a big thing for me. And I hope to keep hitting well this season and see uh, how strong I can finish. All right. So your kid from Connecticut, you just said go socks, except we had to edit it out because Owen forgot to shut his door. No big deal. No big deal, Owen. It's okay. I've been there too. Uh, who do you like this season on the Red Sox? Who are you watching? Are you watching Verdugo? You, like, you can't take hitting tips from Jackie Bradley. You're obviously not because you're hitting above 200. Uh, you hit over double that last year. But uh, what do you like about the Red Sox this season? I've always been a big J.D. Martinez guy ever since he got on the team. I love his swing. We definitely have different swings, me and him. But uh, I just really like watching him swing. He's got a beautiful swing. Um, and then, of course, I like Xander Bogarts. I like his two-strike approach how he really shortens up. I, I learn a lot from him. Um, but yeah, the Red Sox got a lot of good guys and I'm definitely ruined for them this uh, spring and summer. Yeah. So JD Martinez, he doesn't even take BP on the field. Is that something like you take into account too, or is it more that, you know, opposite field power alley approach that he has? What do you kind of take from him? Like what, what technically do you learn from him? Yeah, I actually didn't know he didn't take, BP on field. So that's a fun fact. But um, what probably the biggest thing I take from JD is um, even he's, he's got a really good uh, barrel path. So even mm -hmm. if he's getting jammed or if he, even if he catches it off the end, more times than not, the ball still has good flight off his bat. So even if he gets fisted a little bit, 
that ball might still be able to push over the infielder's head. So that's probably the biggest thing I take away from Martinez. Yeah, definitely keeps that barrel in the zone. Absolutely. Um, so I guess I don't this, I'm trying to not to ask this in a cheesy way, but there's a Red Sox Yankees line somewhere in Connecticut, right? Um, a line. What do you, what do you mean? Like by a, line? like a fan line, like, yeah, like a fan divide. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would and, say so. Yeah. And you're on the correct side of that line. You're on the good guy side. Around my area. It seems like it's 50, 50, honestly, like no matter where I go, like around this area, it seems like it's 50, 50 Red Sox fans, Yankees fans. So that wild card win last year was just good. Oh yeah. That was good bragging rights. <laughs> oh yeah. I was watching that live for sure. Hold on, we'll get right back to Back to the Futures, but first, we want to share a message from our friends at 78 Sports. Do you have kids playing baseball or softball? We all know practice time is limited, especially here in New England, not to mention the cost of lessons and cage time can add up very quickly. Save yourself time and money by giving your kids what they need to work on their game at home. Our friends at 78 Sports can help you put together the perfect at-home training setup. Whether you want to start small with just a tee and a net, or looking to set up a full cage with turf and a pitching machine, they have you covered. And I've used their stuff before. I've seen their facilities. They definitely cover everything. The team at 78 Sports design and install hundreds of at-home and commercial sports training facilities. So let them help you find the perfect setup for your space. Visit the 78 Sports website at 78sports.com. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y, the number eight, sports.com. For a limited time only, by just mentioning Back to the Futures, you'll receive a 10% discount off your order. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y, number eight, sports.com. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, Back to the Futures League a little bit. 2021 summer, you did great, like Owen said earlier. Um, second team, all FCBL, now all Futures League. And you, you know, you, you were getting ready for your senior year at Mitchell. How did you, how did it work with your coach at Mitchell with, with coach Belinsky on the sea unicorns, you know, was there a mentality or was it just, was there a game plan or was it kind of just, Hey, go get reps and play. Yeah, it was more of a go get reps and play. Um, coach Beausoleil knew that I was going to play a lot of games. Um, so I think he, he definitely wants me to learn and improve certain things in my game. Um, but he, the big thing with Coach Beausoleil is he wants he wants his players to go into summer ball with the same mentality as playing for him for him in the spring. Play hard, control your attitude, concentration, and effort, um, and basically just be try to be the best teammate you can and try to be a good leader. Play the game right. Yeah, and you guys certainly played the game right all summer. And the unique thing about the Norwich roster is it came together within a month. So what were your plans heading into the summer, and how did that kind of 360 when you found out you were going to be a sea unicorn? Yeah, things happened pretty quickly. Um, uh, when I got into the starting lineup last year at Mitchell, um, you know, I ended up playing pretty well, and I heard rumors rumors around that the sea unicorns were looking for for players. So I asked my coach if uh, he could reach out to uh, the general manager in Norwich and things kind of just went from there. And I found myself on the roster uh, right after we came back from the regional, I, I was there the next day in Norwich. So things definitely happened really quickly and 
Um, I, I didn't have any plans um, for, this, for that summer. Um, I wasn't sure where I was going to play. So I was really fortunate to end up in the Futures League and I'm glad to be part of something big. Yeah, they used to be the Connecticut Tigers. Now they're the Sea Unicorns. What are the thoughts on that? It's definitely an interesting name. Um, it definitely gets a lot of uh, – the name definitely gets around. There's a lot of talk about the name. Uh, I personally like it. I think it's a unique name, and um, it, it'll definitely get people uh, people's attention for sure. All right, time to grind the gears a little bit. And your brain, if you're making a Futures League team – we have the Lake Monsters, the Sea Unicorns, Starfires. What's the nickname you're you're giving it? Okay. Uh, how much time do I have to think about this one? <laughs> All right, I'll give me ten seconds here. I'll come up with something crazy. Um, skeletons. Nice. Those would be some pretty sick uniforms. Oh, those I would be cool. Yeah, those would be awesome. Cool helmets too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. All right, so you're not on the skeletons, but you are on the Sea Unicorns for another summer here in 2022. What led to your decision to return? I, I really enjoyed the summer. It was something different. Um, I've never been part of a big league like this, and I really enjoyed the facilities at Dodd Stadium. Playing at Dodd Stadium in front of fans was. Uh, something different for me and it was it was just a great experience overall showing up to the stadium every day and uh, working on my game so it was really a no-brainer for me I I definitely wanted to go back and I have a few teammates that are coming back with me a couple from Mitchell so um, you know I'm really excited for the summer yeah we are too we're happy to have you back we'll see you in just about I think it's right around a month now right around a month and a week, maybe until May 26th opening day for the futures league. You're going to be a second year player. Like we said, fun summer last summer. How are you going to use that experience to, you know, like your coaches said, lead, have fun, go play, but also, you know, help those new kids learn what Norwich is all about. Yeah. I'm excited to be a, um, a second year returner. There'll probably be uh, some, some time, a lot of times where I'm going to have to, um, kind of show kids the way and how we do things around there. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Coach Belinsky again, and I want to be a leader for him. And just super excited to return. Um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm nothing but excited. Back to the 2021 summer for a second. We mentioned it off the top. You were recipient of the high honor of the Adam Keenan Scholarship, which is awarded to the player or players in this case, who exemplify the outstanding attitude, character, and sportsmanship that is synonymous with Adam Keenan's legacy. What did it mean for you to receive that award? It meant a lot to me. Uh, it was a high honor to receive such a, a reward like that. Um, I got to shake the commissioner's hand and um, just super honored to receive uh, a reward like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you and all the other guys certainly deserved it. So Dodd Stadium is your home field. It's one of my favorites. I mean, well, all eight are really my favorites. I love that the Futures League, you know, has a bunch of great stadiums. You need to use all your senses at Dodd Stadium. There's a there's this, this little ice cream shop on the first baseline. Can you smell it from the outfield? No. Because the Ben and Jerry's lingers throughout the stadium, and it's just 
I, I haven't noticed it. No, I haven't noticed. Oh my gosh! Well, you gotta you gotta walk. You gotta walk in the stands sometime when the field's open because great concessions at Dodd Stadium. Everybody get out to Norwich. Um, yeah, I guess that didn't hit the way I thought it was, but we'll keep it in there, Owen, because oh, I'm keeping that. Oh, and you know that. exactly what the smell is, and I've only been there like twice. <laughs> yeah, that Ben and Jerry certainly had a certain aroma that just captured everybody's noses in the stadium, and yeah, we assume that you just inhaled a lot of Ben and Jerry's this summer. <laughs> And we had a couple, we had Randy Brochu, your play-by-play guy, or former play-by-play guy, I should say, a couple of episodes ago. Did you listen to any of his calls back? And what was your favorite of the summer? Yeah, Randy was a, Randy was a great guy. And uh, he, he definitely made uh, coming to the field every day uh, fun. He was high energy, uh, great guy. I talked to him pretty much every day. Um, and probably my favorite play-by-play uh, was with Corey Morton where he, I think he said uh, he likes hot dogs. It was just a funny, it was just a funny play-by-play that uh, they put up on this, on the uh, Jumbotron. So that was funny. Yeah, Randy certainly had some memorable calls and I'm sure that one was just as memorable. And probably before we get to our quick hit segment, probably the most important question we've asked so far on this episode, what happened to the locks of your hair? What happened? Yeah, so... That's a good question. I cut it right before I went to North Carolina with the Mitchell team. So that was about a month or so ago. I just wanted to reset my hair. It was getting really long, very ugly. So I just wanted to chop it off. And uh, I didn't take, I don't think it took uh, much luck away or it didn't take much of my skill away. Uh, so I was happy with that, but I'm definitely growing it back though. I'm growing the full head now. Uh, that's what we like to hear. We'll, we'll get, we'll get it back in some capacity. Yes, sir. But yeah, it was it was quite the head of hair. I will so say so myself. Before we return to Back to the Futures, we want to share a message from our friends at Zorian Back Company. Rob Zorian started the company Zorian Back Company in 2003, literally out of the trunk of his car in Davie, Florida. Within two years, he was selling his wood bat line to Major League Baseball and continues to manufacture the highest grade wood bats for Litter League all the way up to the majors. Rob Zorian, founder and president of Zorian, says... I started the company in 2003 to service all baseball players in the United States and beyond. And after 19 years, our mission has not changed. We are very excited to have the opportunity to work with the Futures League and wish all of our players and coaches a healthy and successful season ahead. For more information about Zorian, visit their website, ZorianBats.com. Zorian, America's baseball brand. Now, back to Back to the Futures. And we now move on to our final segment. It's called Quick Hits. It's presented by Zephyr, the official on-field hat of the Futures League. Zephyr, high quality and innovative design since 1993. So, Hunter, a few more questions here before we sign off, starting with who was your favorite teammate that you played with this summer in Norwich? Kalen Culpepper. He goes to K-State now. Great guy. I was My locker was right across from his. Just a fun person to play with. That's awesome. And then what about walk-up music, whether it was at Mitchell or this past summer at Norwich? At Norwich, I had Courtesy Call by the band uh, Thousand Foot Crutch. It was a hard rock song. Fired me up every time. That's awesome. And then we talked about J.D. Martinez earlier and kind of how you use, you know, some of his mechanics in your, I guess, mechanics. Is there any other players you look up to in the major leagues? I really like Alex Verdugo, one of the new guys in the Red Sox. Um, he's got a unique swing, and I like the energy he brings to the field. So definitely Alex Verdugo. 
All right. What about a sports stadium or sporting event on your bucket list? Definitely uh, the Boston Garden to watch the Boston Celtics or honestly the Bruins play too. Either or. I haven't been there yet. So that's definitely on my bucket list. Maybe Owen will take you sometime. That's his home yeah. away from home. Yeah, that'd be great. Great place. <laughs> and what about a favorite all-time baseball memory? Probably last year when I hit a walk-off home run uh, against, I probably shouldn't say the team, but I hit a walk-off home run uh, at Mitchell, and that was that was special. That was definitely special. Oh, is that is that a conference team? Um, no, it was actually at a conference. It was a uh, Salve Regina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Another team in the high up in the rankings there. Uh, and those New England rankings looking for some postseason magic, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh, how about to wrap this up, a message to see Unicorns fans before you're back for 2022 in just over a month. We're looking forward to seeing you there. Um, a lot of new guys, big season coming up. I'm ready to work hard. I hope other guys are ready to work hard. And it's going to be a very fun summer. Nothing but fun. Yeah, we definitely got to pack Dodd Stadium and all Futures League stadiums this summer. We're getting closer and closer to the season. Hunter, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Best of luck with everything, and we can't wait to see you on the field this summer in Norwich. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Thanks, Hunter. And this has been episode 12 of season four of Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures League. We have new episodes coming out every Monday. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everyone soon. Thank you.